When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This A's Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection. Go to linksoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbedding.com. Oakland A's baseball is just around the corner. The pitch to Ramon is drilled to left center. Way back. How far will it fly as the A's take the lead? Mariano drills one up into the seats in left center. A high set, the leg kick, the pitch. Fastball strike three called high octane at 95. It's time to take you inside the clubhouse with the A's Total Access pregame show presented by Chevron. Follow the A's 24-7 on A's Cast, your home for nonstop A's baseball. A's Total Access with Johnny Dosko starts now. We are at beautiful T-Mobile Park here in Seattle, getting ready for the final game of the four-game set. Final game of the seven-game road trip. Now, the A's have lost seven straight. They've lost 10 of 11, and they are 4-18 in the month of May as they lost last night by a final score of 6-1. to one. Bryce Miller continues to make history. Six shutout innings, allowing two hits, walked one, and struck out six. But fast forward to today in the pitching matchup. We'll feature left-hander J.P. Sears, 0-3, 4.99, against right-hander Logan Gilbert, 2-2, 3.81, as I bring in the uh, the voice of the Oakland A's, Ken Korak. And, Ken, last night, I mean, more Bryce Miller. He, we saw him in, uh, in at the Coliseum. He was impressive there, and uh, he didn't disappoint the Mariner fans uh, last night either. He threw 90 pitches, and 73 of those, Johnny, were fastballs. <laughs> so everybody knows what's going to happen, and he just keeps throwing fastballs up in the zone. He had the highest spin rate. I know you're really into this. He had the highest <laughs> yeah. spin rate of any four-seam fastball in baseball all around the game yesterday. He did. You know, it's funny, talking to Stephen Vogt about him, and he said, you know, the guy has this southern draw, and he said, I'm going to keep throwing my fastball until they stop hitting my fastball. Well, yeah, that's certainly the case. He has pitched against the A's twice, and he's been great each time. He really has. Now, fast forward to today. As we talk about J.P. Sears gets the start today. He's been really good, especially against Seattle over the last couple of years. Uh, He's really been the most consistent starter for the A's. Yeah, I agree. And you look at his numbers, like you just said, uh, pitching against the Mariners. Over the last two years, he's allowed just 13 hits to Seattle in 22 innings. Now, he's had a little first-inning-itis, as you know, Johnny. First innings have been rough including last time out against Houston. Um, his two starts in Texas, in fact. Remember the game against the Rangers down there when he allowed four in the first and blank the Rangers the rest of his outing. So if he can get past the first inning, he, he has been. I think there's no doubt he's been the A's most consistent starter this year. And finally, look, the A's have to find a way to figure out the Mariners starting pitching and their pitching in general. They've scored 11 runs in the six games and uh, Logan Gilbert's no picnic either. So they have their work cut out for them tonight. Yeah, there's no doubt. And they just haven't. Yeah, whatever the reason. And the Mariners have a good pitching staff. There's no doubt. Uh, they're third in the league in ERA. And the th- one th- the thing the Mariners do so well that the A's don't do, frankly, that they have to turn around. Number one, they keep the ball in the ballpark. The Mariners don't allow home runs. And number two, they don't walk anybody. So that was always a cornerstone for the A's when the A's had their great teams. And Billy Bean stressed the acquisition of pitchers 
who didn't walk people and also didn't give up home runs. Okay, I'll see you in a sec. Sounds yep. good, buddy. All right, that was Ken Korak, the voice of the Oakland A's. When we come back, Chris Townsend sits down with Melissa Lockhart, great writer, and uh, we'll have that interview on A's Total Access, presented by Chevron, right after this. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. If you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games, go see our friends at the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. The Chicken Pie Shop is one of the hottest restaurants in Walnut Creek. You're not going to find a better menu and come try their world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 86 years. Spacious indoor and outdoor dining, perfect for your next private party or corporate event. Don't forget free parking. For more information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. We are right in the middle of major season on the PGA Tour. Hey, those guys are good. But it won't stop you from having a great golf outing at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Just a short drive south of fast-paced Silicon Valley, the 27 holes of championship golf will give you and your friends a full day of enjoyment. Plus, a great 19th hole experience awaits at the grill. Not only golf, but Cinnabar Hills is ready to provide a first-class experience for any event. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com. CinnabarHills.com. This is A's Total Access. Melissa Lockhart is just an incredible writer. Uh, she sat down with Chris Townsend, and uh, she talked about some of the young players uh, that could maybe possibly help the A's in the near future. Here's what she had to say. I think there's a really nice collection of position players coming through the system. I think um, especially if you look at that that double-A Midland roster, um, there's a lot of guys that they were very high on coming into this season. They were having really nice seasons and, um, you know, could be pushing their way to triple a soon. There's a couple of guys that we've talked about quite a bit on that triple a Las Vegas roster as well, who are, are playing well. Um, the thing I kind of come back to though, is trying to puzzle out, like, how does that whole group play together? It, it, it does seem to me like there's a lot of redundancy, um, at each position and not a lot of, uh, easy ways to look at it and say, okay, I can see where all these guys spread out all over uh, a lineup. That's not going to steal each other's playing time. I mean, you look at Jordan, Jordan Diaz is a good example, right? Here's a kid who I think we saw in flashes, what he could do uh, potentially as a hitter. Um, I think he's made some pretty significant improvements fielding at, at second base. Um, and, but his other position is third base. And when you look at the players that are coming up behind him, you know, second base and third base are where a lot of those really good players are playing. And you don't want to waste a bat like Jordan Diaz. Um, but where is he going to fit in with the Zach Galoffs, with the Brett Harris's uh, and some of these other guys that are coming up? So um, that's where I, I, I worry about kind of where the, the, the future part of it is. There is a lot of talent and, um, you know, you can't always make the argument that that talent can be used to trade to fill the holes that, you know, are created by having a lot of those guys at the same positions. But um, it's one thing that I've noticed that that sort of I haven't been able to puzzle out in my mind where all those guys can play together. Uh, Brett Harris, we just had Ed Sprague Jr. on yesterday. He uh, raved about Brett Harris. Tell us why we're all raving about Brett Harris. I mean, he's just a really good ball player, right? Like, I mean, he's a dude who um, 
I don't know that he does any one thing that you kind of were like, wow, you know, there's no Matt Chapman, hundred miles an hour across the diamond type throws, but um, he's a really good defender. He's got incredible range on pop-ups. I will say that's probably, I don't know if that's like a plus skill that you talk about with third baseman much, but as long as they play at the Coliseum. Well, in Oakland, I mean, that kind of matters. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they made a bobblehead doll of, you know, third baseman going over a tarp, right? Like it, it does matter for, for whatever days we have left, uh, you know, at the stadium. So, um, but you know, he's, he's, he's very hard nosed. And then offensively he, you know, he doesn't swing and miss a ton, which is great. Um, and he walks a decent amount. He hits for high average. He's got power. Um, and he's got a really solid, consistent approach. And I think that's the kind of thing that like, when you're looking at a player, you know, who can make that jump, you know, he's the kind of guy that has that mentality that you can see the jumps not being too big for him because he keeps that line drive up the middle approach. Um, doesn't try to change it depending on, you know, where he's playing or who he's up against. Um, and that's, those are the kind of guys that tend to max out their potential, I think. So, um, you know, I think he's somebody who, you know, could be a major league third baseman for 10 years. And you, you know, you come to the end of the career and be, wow, you know, that was just a really solid major league player. And I, and I think that's the kind of guy that, that he is. A guy like that was Sal Bando. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's a whole history. I wrote about it, you know, that it's like third base should be enshrined as like the Oakland A's position, you know, and I don't know that he's going to be the top of that list, you know, but he's going to be, I think a good chance to be on that list, which I think is, is pretty impressive. When do you think, I mean, we talk about Soderstrom, we talk about Geloff, you're talking about Harris. When do we think we'll see him? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I wish I had a crystal ball and, you know, so many times um, call-ups are injury related, right? So like yeah. Nick Allen didn't get a chance to come back until really, you know, it looked like Diaz was hurt and then, you know, you, they could have an opportunity, but that aside, I mean, I, I can't think this goes on past, well past the all-star break without the idea that we need to kind of turn a page here and, and, and make, and make some major moves. So, um, you know, I would think sometime in August, you would start to see Tyler and Zach by then, you know, those guys have had, um, you know, a full season of AAA really because they got some time last year as well. Um, and assuming they're still playing well and they're healthy, I, I don't see why you wouldn't see those guys. I would think, you know, you see Jordan Diaz back up again as well. I'd like, them to see, you know, Cody Thomas is having a really nice season again. And he was a guy that was so close to being on, on the big league roster before that Achilles thing. And now he's fully healthy, you know, it'd be good to see him again. Um, so, you know, I mean, I, I think there's gotta be a turning the page moment where you start to see all of them come. Outstanding stuff from Alyssa Locker talking with uh, Chris Townsend, when we come back on A's Total Access, Jess Kleinschmidt will sit down with Dan Straley, the former athletic, his time in Korea, and we'll have that interview right after this. Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow 
The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their easy news website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Hit a home run with a low-rate personal loan from First United Credit Union. Their personal loans feature rates as low as 7.99% APR, and you can use the funds however you want. Plus, you could earn $100 when you apply and open a loan of promo code ATHLETICS. For more information or to apply, visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics or stop by a local branch today. A's cast is your destination for nonstop A's baseball. The fish is Seth Brown now, and he drills one to right, way back, and no doubt, and that quickly, the A's have taken the lead, second deck. This is A's Total Access with Johnny Dosko, presented by Chevron. Well, the great Jessica Kleinschmidt sat down with Dan Straley, the former Oakland A, and he's pitching in Korea now. Well, she asked him why he keeps playing this late in his career. Here's what he had to say. I don't know. I wish I had a great answer for you. Uh, I think part of it is is I I like stunk at baseball as a kid. Like I stunk at it. Mm. Freshman season, like, hey Dan, we love your attitude. We don't have enough space on the team for you. Can you like throw some batting practice, catch some bullpens? Mm. I think I got one at bat. I got one at bat and played third base for one inning, uh, my whole freshman year. And then like, I, before you know it, I'm signing a college scholarship like it's like literally just like one of those kind of stories and i didn't pitch much at all growing up i didn't pitch much in high school i didn't and then i in in the grand scheme of things i didn't really pitch much in in college and i think i've thrown a little over two thousand career innings some like in my whole grand scheme of my career and probably only 200 beyond that in college that's in high school combined and so i think part of it is is like well like I feel like a walking meme of like those people that are like my, my body, I feel so young and my knees are like the F you are. Yeah. It's like, I feel like that sometimes, but like my arm is still like hanging on there and I'm probably going to rip it tomorrow now that I said that, but the, um, I'm not really superstitious. That's why I can say that out loud. But the, the, um, I, I think that not having a ton of mileage on my arm specifically as a, as a youngster is a big reason to why. I'm still able to keep going. Um, and partly too, like I kind of met driveline before they were driveline. And I just really was at a point in my career. Where I had one foot out the door, my shoulder just, it hurt to touch a baseball. It all started with, uh, the last year I was in Oakland. It just like, I was every, every time I'd start a game, there was like just everything I could do to, to get ready for five days from now. Like everything just hurt. But anyway, so I met those guys and kind of just got strong in areas that I was weekend and, and I really developed a good routine from there. But I, I I think the reason I got to continue my career was I had my general manager out here actually told me he speaks speaks English, worked in the States for like a decade for the Cubs. But he uh he told me that uh I was off their list and which their list is where the, the they only get three players. The list is where they go look at the any players at to begin with. Uh, but the I was off their list and he saw that I had surgery because I had a left torn meniscus and he was like, wait, wait, you're telling me he sucked because his knee hurt. No, he didn't suck because he sucks now. Hmm. And the guy that he was working with was like, that's what we gather. And so they took a game. They took a chance on me and 
I think I was like top two or three in war in the KBO next year. And, you know, as we were talking about before we started recording, I ended up coming back to the States last year because my son likes to just rip my heart out with this, this is the things he says to me. Um, not, not like intended to rip my heart out, just speaking his mind as a five-year-old on how he wants dad around. And so, um, yeah, now we're back out here. Uh, we don't know how much longer we get to play this game. And uh, Amanda and I, my wife and I, we decided that we were going to just make as much as we can from this side of the game before I finish my playing career. And then we'll see where things go from, from then. But I'm just blessed to be 34 and still getting paid to throw baseballs. Like, it is an absolute dream for me. Um, and uh, something I really try not to take for granted, I realized that I might have taken certain days, especially when I was younger, for granted. Um, you know, the blessing of being a five-year-plus big leaguer, I think I took that for granted at times. And you just, you're so nervous about keeping your job that you forget to just enjoy it sometimes. And I definitely got caught up in that trap. You know, but uh, yeah, you're right. I don't, I don't, I don't know exactly how I'm still playing. Um, I just know that I uh, just go out there every every fifth or sixth day and give it everything I have. And uh, you know, as long as I still have passion for this game, people still want to pay me. I'll I'll keep going. Like it's it's fun. I love it. And you hear the rest of Jessica's interview with Dan Straley on A's Cast Live. Getting pretty close to game time, but when we come back, I'll sit down with Luis Medina. We'll have that after this on A's Total Access, presented by Chevron. We are right in the middle of major season on the PGA Tour. Hey, those guys are good, but it won't stop you from having a great golf outing at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Just a short drive south of fast-paced Silicon Valley, the 27 holes of championship golf will give you and your friends a full day of enjoyment. Plus, a great 19th hole experience awaits at the grill. Not only golf, but Cinnabar Hills is ready to provide a first-class experience for any event. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com, CinnabarHills.com. When Northern California businesses need some pop in their lineup, they call the bank rooted in the East Bay, Mechanics Bank. Since 1905, Mechanics Bank has been helping Bay Area and Northern California businesses find success and perform at the top of their game. See how they can make a difference in your business today. Call or stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to the A's Total Access Show. I had a chance to sit down with Luis Medina with some help, of course, from translator Ramon Hernandez. You know, I, I asked him about the look he had in his eye after that uh, first start he had against the Angels. He wasn't quite just satisfied with being there. He actually wanted to dominate. Here's what he had to say. I mean, when being this level, you know, you got to be disciplined and focused because really, yes. this is really highest level, so... To be here, you have to pull yourself harder. You got to really concentrate more. And the little details, you got to be better at. And, and when you're here, but you just want to also compete. And you want to be there to compete and try and they, they do the best you can. Fantastic. You know, you came over from the Yankees. What was that like? You have all those relationships with the Yankees. You come over to a new organization. What were the challenges of that when you first got over to the A's and, and, and just developing new relationships and meeting new coaches? Ah, que después que estaba con los Yankees, cuando te cambiaron para acá, pues en los Yankees conocía a mucha gente. Ahora cuando llegaste aquí, pues volver a empezar a conocer la gente, a todo el mundo. ¿Qué, qué te ha parecido eso? ¿Cómo, cómo, ¿Cómo te ha ido a ti en eso? ¿Cómo te sientes tú? Siempre, tú sabes, siempre es un nuevo capítulo. 
que hay que esperar en la vida de uno y pues uno nunca sabe cuándo le vaya a llegar. Aparte, tú sabes, sigue siendo el mismo béisbol y, y tú llegas a diferentes organizaciones en la cual tú te, uno llega a conocer personas que entiende pueden ayudarte y trabajar contigo todo el tiempo. Y la verdad que ha sido especial porque me han tocado muchos mucho coaches buenos y mucha gente que, que me ha ayudado aquí, uno más también este, como Ramón, Ramón también no, no, nos ha ayudado y nos ha, todo el tiempo ha estado encima de nosotros para nosotros poder seguir dando a lo mejor. He is, you know, it's a new chapter. Uh, he's coming over, you know, he is glad and lucky that he's been around the world coaches. They've been well to help him a lot and the most they can, and he really appreciates that. And he's just happy that he come to a new organization to be the guys really trying to help him out. The, all the coaches and all the guys have been trying to do the best he can for making him better player. And he's always happy for that. I mean, he just got, I mean, he's, he can compare because this is, you know, baseball. And sometimes you go from one team to another, but he's just happy that he come here. And the, the people here, just all, all one thing they've been trying to do is helping the most they can for, his, for his success. One more for you, Uno Mas. Uh, para tu, um, Spanish is okay. I'm getting a little better on it. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was a confidence you had, and I noticed it in, the, in two starts. You've had three starts. You're a four start. Your second start, there was a confidence to you, a swagger on the mound that you had where you said, look, I'm going to, I'm locked in here. I'm going to, I'm going to succeed at this level. Did you feel a change from that first start with the, against the Angels to your second start? Ah, que él dice que tu segunda salida, tú te viste muy bien, muy confiado. Tú tuviste ese, ese, como ese, esa confianza, ese, esa energía tuya, como que mira, sabes que yo estoy aquí ahora, pero yo voy a competir, yo voy a ganar, yo puedo aquí, yo voy a ganar y, y ahora aquí estoy yo, para que sepan, como tú, tú pediste esa presencia en la, en la loma, que aquí estoy yo, yo voy a competir, yo vine a, a ganar aquí. Que si es la diferencia que sentiste en la primera vez que abriste en Anaheim, a la, a la segunda que abriste en Oakland. Pues fíjate, en la primera salida que fue mi debut, tú sabes, uno siempre tiene muchas emociones, hay muchas distracciones, hay muchos pensamientos y pues uno simplemente se está disfrutando el momento a la misma vez que está trabajando, que es el, tú sabes, el, el juego, pero, sabes, yo, yo vine aquí y vine, pues, vine a hacer el mejor esfuerzo que puedo, vine a ayudar al equipo lo más que yo pueda, aportar al equipo, ¿entiendes? Aportar a un granito de que podamos hacer lo mejor allá afuera y pues yo simplemente trato de ser yo, ¿entiendes? Trato de, de, de confiar en mi talento que Dios me dio y, y competir ahí afuera, competir, eso de, de eso se trata, competir ahí afuera y dar lo mejor de ti. I just say, you know, the first time, you know, first time in the big league, you got a lot of emotion going on, you miss a lot of distraction getting into the ballpark, you know how that goes, it's, it's all a bunch of stuff going on through your head, yeah. same time emotionally, plus now you have to concentrate for the game. Now for the second start, you know me, it's a little more, you know me, yeah, he already passed that. He just wanna go out and compete. He just wanna go out and compete, trying to give the team the best chance to win the game, trying to do the best performance he can give us to the team, so the best way. And he's here for competing. He, he just don't mind or don't care who he's facing. He's gonna go out and, you know, this level is all about competing, and that's why he is. He always been a guy they love to compete, and he's gonna be there, and he's gonna let you know he's gonna try to beat you. Love that. Hey, thanks so much for taking thank the you. time. Really appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thank you. Yeah, great young man in Luis Medina. And, of course, our thanks to Ramon Hernandez. It's such a great job in translating for us. When we come back on A's Total Access, presented by Chevron, we'll have the Cal State East Bay stat of the day. We'll have that right after this. Like sports, business is about winning. 
Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. This is Chris Townsend, and if you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games, go see my friends at the Chicken Pie Shop at Walnut Creek. The Chicken Pie Shop is one of the hottest restaurants in Walnut Creek. You're not going to find a better menu and come try their world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 86 years. Spacious indoor and outdoor dining, perfect for your next private party or corporate event. Don't forget free parking. For more information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. And the underdogs, Oakland Athletics, win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's, and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ-FOR-ME or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. 3-2, swing and a miss. He went soft and got him again on a changeup. That's seven strikeouts, an ongoing new career high for Paul Blackburn. A's cast is your 24-7 home for A's baseball. Visit athletics.com slash A's cast for on-demand and live coverage of the Oakland A's. Now back to A's Total Access with Johnny Dosko, presented by Chevron. Yeah, time for our Cal State East Bay play of the day, or stat of the day, if you will. The A's will see the Atlanta Braves on Monday at the Coliseum. The Braves are currently 30-19 and in first place in the East, leading the second place Marlins, who the A's will see in Miami beginning June 2nd by five and a half games. Right now, Atlanta leading the Phillies 5-4 in the top of the seventh inning. Braves 13-12 and at home, but they are 17-7 and on the road. They've lost eight of their last 13. They haven't won back-to-back games in over two weeks. The bullpen has been scuffling to a tune of a 5.26 ERA in that stretch. A.J. Minter has been incredible for the Braves over the last several years. Has a 7.36 ERA, and he's lost five ball games. But on the positive side for the Braves, Austin Riley hitting 400 with eight extra base hits and, and three home runs. Uh, and uh, against the Phillies and Aaron Nola, or against Aaron Nola, I should say, and the Braves play tonight. Then Ronald Acuna Jr., 359 with four homers against uh, Aaron Nola. We'll come back with uh, Ken Korak, the voice of the A's. He'll come back with it. He'll interview the bench coach of the Oakland A's, Darren Bush. We'll have that after this. This is Chris Townsend. There are two things that are a must for me, comfort and style. Whether I'm playing golf, going to dinner, I've got to have the right feel. That's why I've partnered with Link Soul, and you're going to love Link Soul. They have just released their new spring line, new fabrics for their polos, lightweight and perfect for technical performance. Link Soul also has new styles for their layers and hoodies with cool prints and seasonal colors. You know what they say in the big leagues, look good, play good. Go to LinkSoul.com. That's LinkSoul.com. The doctor will see you now. But do they really? Do they see you as a mother who's a daughter and a caregiver? Fearless, but sometimes fearful. A health nut with a French fry habit. An O-positive geologist named Patty, who's here today for a melanoma exam. At Kaiser Permanente, we believe the only way to care for all of you is by seeing all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. 
Learn more at kp.org. This is A's Total Access. On a beautiful Thursday in Seattle, the A's trip comes to an end. It's the final game of the series, the A's and the Mariners, and A's bench coach Darren Bush is with us. And, Bush, you've done pretty much everything in the game. And uh, now as the A's bench coach, how has that role evolved over the years in baseball? Uh, you know, it's interesting. It's an interesting role because you're kind of doing a little bit of everything. You're watching the game. You're watching everything that's going on. You're watching your fundamentals. You're paying attention to the details. And as a bench coach, it's your job to go and address the things that you see. And you go and you talk to each individual coach that's in charge of that area. You address it with them, and then you let them do their work. But, uh, you know, you kind of go to everybody and you recognize something and you identify something that may need to be different. You go and speak to that coach. You guys come up with a plan, and then they go execute it. So. Uh, and all the roles that I've played, they kind of all contribute to what you do in the bench coach role. So it's, it's a fun job. Take us through what your day is like when you first get to the ballpark. Uh, my day is first. It's early. <laughs> it's early. Uh, but it usually starts the night before where you're trying to uh, put your lineup together for the next day starter and go over all the numbers and make sure that you're prepared for what would be the best opportunity for success for us as a club against that particular day starter so you go over all that then when you come into the field you're prepared with what your knowledge is of who you're facing and Kotz and I go over it, what we think all the numbers and then uh, Kotz tells me okay this is what what the lineup will be and then you prepare the day you know you go over the scheduling for the day when the pitchers are going to be out on the field when the position players are going to be on the field and you just go over every aspect of the day uh, before it happens. And then once you get to the game, you've already played the game in your head. You know exactly what you want to happen. And then you have to go by the script that's out in front of you. Which would relate to matchups and a pitcher coming in out of the bullpen, lefty or righty, and, and how you guys are going to deal with that. Exactly. I mean, you have the manager that's thinking of, you know, when we're on the field pitching, he's thinking about the pitching. Well, I'm thinking about the offense. Uh, for when we're coming up about who we're going to face and so it's kind of a reverse role where you know when the manager's watching the game he's in the moment when we're on offense he's running the offense when we're on defense he's running the defense as the bench coach when we're on offense I'm thinking about defense and when we're on defense I'm thinking about offense yeah. trying to plan ahead and give him as many ideas as I can to help him any way I can to give him ideas about when it comes to this, these are opportunities that we have. Now, you've managed in the minor leagues. You've been a hitting coach in the big leagues. You've coached on the bases. Do you miss those other aspects of the jobs you've had? All of them are fun. All of them bring their different, different exciting parts of the job. As a hitting coach, you're with the players, the hitters, every single day, four hours a day. And you're studying them individually and you're working with them and you're really, really hands-on with them as individuals. As a base coach, you feel like you're in the game. You're in the game, you're out on the field, you're playing an active role in the game, making decisions as it's happening and it's moving fast. So it feels like you're a part of the game and you're in the game. As a bullpen coach, you know, you're preparing the catchers. You're working with the catchers, going over game plans. You're going over all these things. So 
all of them have exciting things and i've enjoyed every single one of them and i they're all fun okay johnny d inside baseball with the ace bench coach darren bush and we'll send things back over to you all right that'll wrap up A's total access presented by chevron when we come back A's baseball coming up right after this this has been a presentation of the oakland athletics 